You're listening to the Made for Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Mindy Perfett, and I've built a six-figure income my first year in the real estate business with no money, no clients, and an iPhone. Each week, I will be sharing personal stories and tips on how I unlocked my inner greatness and applied it to my business and life, along with some amazing interviews from others who've done the same. These are the tools to help you reach the next level. Let's go do this, Greatness Seekers. Hey, everybody, it's Mindy Perfett, and happy 2019. Like anything in life, it is so easy now for majority of people to be setting goals, um, to be wanting everything new because it's the new year. I want to lose weight. Uh, I want to sell more. I want to buy more. I just want to be more, right? And so this episode is on my personal goals because I truly believe if you put it out there and you tell people what your goals are, um, you will achieve those more likely when you can be held accountable. Um, And then I want to just dive into how I anticipate things before I receive them, meaning the gratitude side of setting goals. Um, And then I'll end it with um, something that I believe will truly help anybody who is in any sort of sales, to be honest, because whether or not you're in real estate or you're in car sales or you sell medical devices, whatever it might be, uh, I truly believe that this episode will help you because we're going to talk about how to quit the cycle of the ups and downs when it comes to being in any sort of commissional um, sales type of position. Um, And so I'm really excited. So if you're on this episode listening, I highly suggest, like I always do, to take notes um, or to go back when you have the time and just sit down and really think through some of these things because I've been getting a lot of amazing feedback on certain podcasts help certain people. And that to me is one of my ultimate goals with this podcast. It's truly to just share stories with you of my personal journey um, throughout my 31 years of life um, and just to give you insight on things that I feel if somebody would have told me this a year ago or even five years ago would have changed my life and would have changed my business Uh, because I am one of those people that's just not really scared to tell you how to get a client and tell you what I did to get a client because I truly believe this world has so much abundance and so many clients and so many different people for every type of client that's out there in the real estate world, in the sales world. Um, I don't live in that scarce mindset um, anymore. And that's how I'm able to share so much with everyone I meet. I'm an open book. Um, so if you have any questions or you want to continue to send me feedback, I love it. Um, and, and so please do so. And that being said, personal goals of mine, I'm going to go over them with you and I would love for you guys to just share yours with me. Um, it doesn't have to be 10. I'm really funny. I like doing things either in like fives or tens. So (laughs) this is my 10 personal goals, um, some real estate mixed into it, as long as some personal stuff with my husband and our children. So I'm just going to go over these with you real quick. Uh, So personal goals um, in 2019, I would love to help 35 
clients, families buy or sell a home. Um, this last year, I was able to help over 23, and a lot of that was due to referral-based business. So thank you so much if you're a client and you're listening because your referral business matters to me. It matters to my family because that's who this directly affects when you send a client our way. Um, for sales goals, um, I would love to hit 20 million in personal sales. I would love to help my team hit 10 million in their team sales. Um, right now, we're a small team of three, um, actually four, if you um, with our transaction coordinator now, uh, which was a huge step for me, by the way. If you know me, I know some people that are listening to this know me very personally and know some of my personal business goals and what my struggles have been and, you know, letting go of control is one of them. Um, I am the oldest of four girls. And I think naturally when you're the oldest child, you become almost like the second parent. You become kind of like the control factor of everything because you're trying to help your parents with your siblings. And that's exactly what, um, I did. Um, and so for me, I kind of always have had that role. And I always thought like, if I don't do it, it won't be done right. And that's one thing that I, I left. I left that back in 2018 because I'm done. I'm done trying to stretch myself so thin that it cuts into my time with my family. It cuts into my personal, um, you know, feelings and heart and head because for me, I, I take things to a personal level because I, I've always said this, I, I'm a recovering people pleaser. And so for me, I, I'm done doing that. I have a transaction coordinator now who's phenomenal. Um, Shannon does an amazing job. She's able to contact my clients. She's able to, she's a licensed agent. So she's able to um, help with everything. And I am so thankful for her. I'm so thankful I listened to um, Brian and Stephanie at my brokerage because they've just been coaching me and helping me. And that was one thing that was really tough for me. And I'll, I'll tell you to the extent of, you know, I was the type of person, I was having a conversation yesterday with my, um, my nail gal. And when her and I were talking, I saw it in her where she owns a business. She's the owner of the nail salon that I go to. And she's 29 years old. She's done amazing things in her life. And she was telling me that she cut all her hair off the night before because she was so stressed out. And I could see it in her eyes. I could feel it when she was talking to me. And, you know, long story short, her husband's back in Vietnam right now because they're just launching a, um, a five-star hotel over there. You know, he's 30. They have one child. I mean, these are phenomenal people who are growing a two businesses now for their little son. And, you know, it's stressful. They haven't been together in months. And I said to her, I said, you know, when does he come back? She said, February. I'm like, well, that's only like four weeks away. And she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how close it was. And, you know, her and I kept talking and I said, you know, I started noticing trends because she was a lot like how I am where you want to do everything for everybody else and then you deplete yourself. And that's one thing that I gave up in 2000. I'm done. 2019, that's not happening. I'm done depleting myself for people that don't truly care for me and my family. Um, I'm done trying to do everything and anything because 
It's okay to need help. It's okay to utilize um, a virtual assistant. It's okay to utilize a transaction coordinator. It's okay to have those things because it'll make you stronger. It's okay to like, I can't fold my laundry sometimes and I have a house cleaning lady who does it for me. That's okay. It's okay. She, she folds the towels the right way, by the way. <laughs> I was such a weirdo. But um, the point is, is that talking with my nail tech, I used to be the type of person where if like the color wasn't right or something didn't go right that day, I let it affect my life. Basically, I like if I didn't get my order right, you know, at Starbucks, I let it affect my mood. And I was immediately posting something on social media or posting a video like, oh, my gosh, you can't believe this person, blah, blah. blah. And then I started to realize years ago that mindset's everything. And if you take something and you put yourself in somebody else's position, like I did yesterday with my nail tech, and I was like, holy cow, I was there before. Now I'm able to share advice with you. Listen, it's okay that your first hire is not your best hire. It's okay that you're going to go through people that you're going to train and you're going to put all your heart and soul into helping them because you believe in it and you want the best for them. And then they just up and leave you or they go behind your back and talk about you. It's okay. And those are the things that used to get to me so bad because I was, I'm a firm believer and you treat others how you want to be treated. And you, if you have a problem, let's sit down and solve it. Like that's who I am. I'm not the person that's going to go and talk to somebody else about the person that I have the problem with because I want to talk to the person directly. I mean, like why go through people, right? So Long story short, if you're in a position where you feel like you everything has to be perfect and you're a perfectionist, 2019 would be a great start to let little things go that maybe you didn't think you could let go. Like the way that somebody folds your towels or the way that somebody, um, you know, makes your coffee or just put yourself in their position. You don't know what they're going through. But if you take it and you be grateful for everything you have, you're grateful every morning that you wake up, that you're breathing and you're alive and you have a home and a roof over your head and a job that provides, as long as you do the work, then be grateful and go about your life. But that's that's some that's the position I'm in now. That's what 2019 is about for me. Um, of course, I still have fears and doubts and certain things that I work through every day, but I try and stay on the spectrum of gratitude. And so that's why every morning I suggest just go get a plain binder and write down the things that you're most grateful for. It could be five, it could be 10, it could be two, whatever it might be. And then write down the things that you've achieved or that it's kind of more like, more or less, I would say, um, manifestation, right? So like I could write down, um, which I actually did, that I won the Mega Millions in 2019. So if I win that Mega Millions tonight, guys, I promise I'll still do my podcast. But no, but in all seriousness, if you write certain things down, they be things, you know, those thoughts become things. And the more passionate you put into it and the more passionate you are about writing it and you're just like digging that pen to the paper, you know that it's going to happen. Like you fully believe it's going to happen and it will. Okay. So those were two goals of mine. Now we'll redirect back over here. Um, okay. So pot, this podcast is one of my personal goals. It was a personal goal in 2018. Um, this year, one of my goals with it is to influence over a thousand people across the world with this podcast. I, I hope that this podcast can touch people in so many different ways. I hope people get different things out of this podcast because for me, I am 
always, always about the influence. I'm never about the money. And that's with real estate. That's with anything I've ever done in my life. I've always just wanted to influence or impact people and then be like, oh my gosh. And I get this all the time. Mindy, I miss talking to you. Like, can we go get lunch? You know, I miss, I miss hearing your voice every day because when you're doing a, a real estate transaction, you talk to those people pretty pretty often. Like I, people are getting text messages from me. They're getting phone calls from me. A lot of my clients now listen to this podcast because they just want to hear my soothing voice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but in all seriousness, uh, I, I really believe that for me, God has created me to be, um, an influence and impact person, not so much, um, a person of, I just make a bunch of money and I seclude myself from the world because, Actually, there's a really, really good documentary on Netflix. It's called The American Meme. Um, If you haven't watched it, you should watch it because it talks about Instagram influencers. You know, Facebook influencers don't really exist anymore, but Instagram influencers and how kind of everything started with Paris Hilton and how sad and lonely these influencers are in the world. You know, they do these videos Um, They do, you know, all these Instagram posts, like that's their life. They blog, they do all these things. That's their life, but they have, they've lost actual human touch because they don't really have to go out into the world and like give a hug to somebody. Um, And I know a lot of people um, that do this. And I know, you know, I know somebody personally that um, committed suicide, gorgeous girl, very young. um, And you know, she had a huge following, um, on Instagram, but internally she was dying. I mean, internally she, she had, you know, she didn't have her parents. She didn't really have anything. And so it's just sad to think that that exists because it does. Um, and you, just because you think somebody looks perfect online or you think somebody has it all together, I guarantee you there's flaws because that's how God created us. Um, and I think that the more real we can be about it. Um, and that's one of my biggest things with this podcast is I'm, I'm as real as I can be with everybody because for me, I have nothing to hold back anymore. I used to fear like, what would people think if I, if I said, if I told them this, or I told them this story, or I said, but you know what, I'm, I'm at a point where for me, I think if anything, it's going to help people understand that I'm a human being just as much as they are, because I've gotten a lot over the past few years of people, um, telling me like, Oh, I don't know how you do it all. And there were times where I was extremely, extremely depressed, um, or really sick. And, I think that that comes from the the weight on your shoulders having to impress upon other people what you're doing with your life. And I think that in 2018, it really, really struck me hard when um, I realized I was doing everything for everybody else and nothing for myself. And you go through these cycles of, ups and downs and wanting to make everybody else happy. And then at the end of the day, like I've said this before, you receive that check or you receive, um, the note in the mail, whatever it is. And you're like, I'm supposed to feel different. And I don't feel anything because I'm still stuck mentally and physically because your body almost like aches on how much I did for that person and it doesn't it doesn't make me feel like they really cared or it doesn't make me feel like 
I did enough. And it's the weirdest feeling because, and, and I talk to people about this all the time where people are like, if I, if I, um, won $10 million, my life would be different. And it's like, no, it wouldn't. It would just magnify who you currently are. I mean, this morning I got up at, um, five o'clock. Hello, wake up call from my, <laughs> from Ashton and, and the puppy. It's like every morning now it's five o'clock, I think is our new routine. Um, so I woke up and the only thing on sling was, um, that TV show, like lottery dream house or whatever it is. And you see these people and they're so excited to just spend all their money into one investment. And I think it's crazy because if you think about it, those people in the position that they were in, all this did was magnify who they were. Right. So like, that's why sometimes you see people who have like Corvettes or like Ferraris and, but they don't have a house, you know? And it's like, it just magnified who they were like that to them was like everything. And so everybody has different perceptions of like what it is to make it quote unquote. And I challenge you to think about what it is for you personally. And I don't, I hate, I hate the term like make it because it's like, okay, cool. Then you plateaued. Right. So it's like, I made it now. What? Like you feel nothing. So I challenge you to not quote unquote, make it, but I challenge you to break that and to just keep growing, like keep growing. If you're not growing, you're dying. Okay. Sorry. This is taking so long to get through <laughs> my personal goals, but I just get, I get on these stories and I just want to share with you. Okay. So, um, and one thing too, I want to tell you guys is I am super grateful. You know, I talked about, um, influencing people, helping X amount of clients, over the past three years, I've helped over 70 clients buy or sell a home. And that is phenomenal to me because I I need to um, be more appreciative of the fact that I like, I push really, really hard on myself. Um, and I could sit here and be like, 70 wasn't enough. I need to do 140, but don't be so hard on yourselves. Like that's phenomenal. Some people don't even do 70 uh, sell, like sold and purchases um, in their whole career. And so if you're on that same boat with me, um, just get off the boat. It's, it needs to be docked and you need to get on a new one. <laughs> um, okay. So one thing a lot of you might not know about me, um, is my husband and I actually never took a honeymoon. Um, uh, we decided to put all of our money down on our first house. And so one of my goals this year is to take a honeymoon with my husband, um, and then take our boys to Disneyland is another goal. Um, being able to teach others who are in the real estate world or in the sales world, um, my self-taught techniques on how to capture those leads, how to continue to follow up with them, and really how to um, grow yourself, which in turn will grow your business. Um, pay off all of our debts um, because we're Americans and we like to use credit cards, right? Um, so, which we're actually really close to doing to pay off all our debts, which is super exciting. Um, I'm actually going to start writing my book this year. Uh, uh, I've been writing down pretty much every story of every client uh, since I've been in real estate. And let me tell you, I have some interesting stories of things people said to me, things people did to me. Um, and I'm putting it in a book because I really want to share it with the world. I think that it's impactful. I think that it humanizes you, it, you and me, it, making us one because 
again, people think that no matter what price point you're in, that clients are different in the million dollar price point and clients are different in the hundred thousand. Like, no, they're pretty much throughout like consistently um, crazy halfway through the transaction. So it's not if they freak out, it's when really, um, or how many houses I've had to pack um, for people. Um, even when I was pregnant, painting a house at midnight when I was pregnant so the house could close the next day. Like, I'm telling you guys, I can't make these things up. This this book is going to be um, pretty, pretty cool. So I'm working on that. Um, I want to run a half a marathon. Um, and then I want to be better with automation this year so that can help me grow um, and do the things I love to do, which is be in front of people, uh, be talking to people. And so with the automation, I wanted to help with like my follow through and my follow up um, to continuously kind of dripping on those clients um, in turn, which will bring our team more business. Um, okay, so write down your goals, share them with me. I would love to hear them. Uh, one of the things that's a great thing to understand is being grateful for what you've already currently achieved, just like I told you, um, and for what you're about to receive meaning that this is the manifestation part. This is the part where I I can sit here and say, I am grateful because my husband and I went on the most amazing honeymoon and I can feel it, I can smell it, I can everything it because that's where if you take your, your goals and you're grateful for what you're about to receive before you receive it, it'll do amazing things for your life. Um, and then... Let's, we're going to go ahead and close it with this last little thing here. Um, we have a thing called Coffee Talk at my brokerage, um, which if you don't already know, I mean, I'm pretty much obsessed with my brokerage, with what Brian North is doing, um, with my designated broker, um, Michelle Williamson, um, associate Michelle Cottingham, and then Stephanie Gonzalez. I mean, all of these women have had such an impact on me in such a short amount of time and men, including Brian. Um, they've all had such a huge impact on me. And the more I'm around them, the more I'm at the office, the more that I just, you know, hear the things they have to say. It just reminds me honestly, every day, why I am where I am. Um, I was with another brokerage for you pretty much my whole career. And it was a huge shift for me to switch to this brokerage, but you know what? It was the right time. And for me, it, you know, I hate using it was the right time because it wasn't even the right time. It was the right thing to do for me emotionally and mentally, because I was at a stage where I was like, if I don't get out where I'm at right now, um, I won't continue to grow. And right now I feel like I graduated high school. I'm ready to go on, you know, to college. And like, that's how I felt at that time. And I looked at numerous brokerages and North and co by far was the perfect fit. It's something that, you know, if I would have looked at it years ago, it wouldn't have been the right fit, but where I'm at in my career right now, it was the perfect fit and continues to be the perfect fit. Um, and so I would love for you guys, if you want to come on down to my brokerage and just check it out, we have cold brew and kombucha on tap. Um, it's such a cool place and people, the people are the most phenomenal thing about this brokerage. Everyone's is on the same brave Wayne link. Everyone wants the best for each other. Like it's something that you can't get anywhere else. Like the culture is just something of, I don't even know the right word to use, but it's, it's phenomenal. So, um, on the coffee talk, uh, Brian talked about, 
um, somebody brought up the fact of like the ups and downs of real estate, right? Like, or the ups and downs of sales. And one of the things that um, Brian said that like struck me and I wrote it down was that the, the, the thing about anything in sales is that you push the gas pedal because you need to get the sale, need to get the sale. And then the sale closes and then you let go and you coast. And then you're like, oh crap, I haven't had a sale in like a month. I need to get another one. So then you push the gas pedal again and then I need to get it, need to get it, need to get it. And then you let go. And so how you can break this cycle of doing those ups and downs of any sort of sales is to just do the slow and steady things, meaning that do the follow-up, do the follow-through. Um, don't push the gas pedal all the way, but just cruise. Like if you can cruise through every single month, every single quarter, you're more likely to get more business doing that than you are to hit the gas and then release, the, the gas and then release. Because you know what's going to happen is you're going to empty your tank a lot faster. And I've been there and I've done that Um previous places I've worked, I would stress myself out to the point of being like sick, um, where <laughs> if I didn't have five deals every single month, I was like, I'm a loser. What am I doing with my life? Why am I even doing real? Like I would question everything. Um, and my old boss can contest to that because I just beat myself up. And that's one thing that I can tell you right now is that you got to let it go. You got to just let it go. You got to let things happen the way they're going to happen. If you do something every single day that's contributing to your business, whether it's writing a note, um, meeting someone for coffee or for lunch, um, you know, Facebook messaging, Instagram messaging, whatever it might be, a post, whatever it might be, those little things every single day help continue to grow your business, whether you think it or not, because you're planting those seeds and you're sowing those seeds. So don't think that just because you don't have one deal or you don't have 10 deals in the pipeline at once that you're like a loser. Cause that's how I felt or like, to be completely honest, I felt like, like I suck. How does that person who knows nothing about real estate get a deal? And then I don't have anything. Like I started comparing, which comparison kills everything in your body and in your mind. So just don't do that. Do you continue to grow you and your influence and your social media and the rest will follow because you, my friend, were made for greatness. And don't you ever forget that. Please send me your goals for 2019. I would love to read them. I hope that you all got something out of this podcast today. And remember, slow and steady can win the race. You guys have a great 2019 and I will talk to you next week. Bye. That's a wrap for this episode on the Made for Greatness podcast. Join us next week for a new episode and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Thanks so much for listening.